to the ice wall border across this tabletop planet <laughs> so I get it that the sort of the top of the earth is flat but like and we can go down but like how far do we go down until we fall out the bottom is it sort of cone shaped is it more a cone shaped earth is it like a giant freeze pop a freezy pop a bit pop bit pop yeah anyway that's collapsed by misanthrop oh, spicier than a handful of bombay mix Hey guys, hey Threshold.fm, hey Coffee and Memes, hey YouTube, hey whole of the ever-expanding universe. The bloody universe just wouldn't mind just calling it on the whole expansion thing for five minutes until we can get this whole local thing sorted out before we can, can bloody spend all our time and energy on all this exponential growth across fucking galaxies we could just sort out what's going on in my front room to start off with it's a mess it needs tidying up i need to clean my room lobsters i need to get your act together yeah you're damn right bloody hell anyway god hi decent folk in the chat i can see you all there decent folk listening on threshold.fm some people listening on the android app imagine that if you haven't got it already you can go to the google play app store and download that shit for free Woo-hoo-hoo. 
Woo! Pledge your allegiance to the lobster gods with that one. Uh, yeah, I can see them all. Honest, decent, God-fearing folk just out for a better way of life, out to try and do some good in the world, to try and be good. You can try to be happy as a fool's errand, but trying to be good is a smart way to go about your business. Oh, what have we got today? I mean, a lot of mad started following up on a few stories, which is nice. That's I'm, I'm a fan of that. Uh, I, I am I'm keen to know the sort of part three, what will probably be the closer to that story about the dude getting his unit bitten off by the bulldog after having smothered it in uh, peanut butter. Although I guess, maybe, yeah, maybe part three is going to be his sort of um, retribution, the kind of, uh, well... No, I get. I guess it'd be him getting a sort of bionic peen, and just trying to maybe make up for the sins of his past. Perhaps he will donate a lot of money to some sort of dog home or something after his poor uh, bulldog Biggie Smalls was put down. After what? Well, I don't believe it's really the dog's fault. There's a story for another time, guys. Come on, we're here to play bloody shoe throwers and talk about sex robots. We can't talk about dogs biting off units all bloody day, can we? Ridiculous. Anyway, what's what's going on in the world? What's going on in people's lives? Tell me, tell me about your lives in the chat. Tell me about your hopes, your fears, your dreams. Tell me whether like we're getting closer to Brexit. We're getting closer to the post-Brexit apocalyptic wastelands. Uh, Mr. Kipling are hoarding. Uh, they're stockpiling ingredients to make sure that their cakes do not drop below the level of exceedingly good. Well, that's, that is heartening to know that people are taking it that seriously because the last thing the Brits would want after taking back control would be the first to run out of Mr. Kipling fucking lemon drizzle slices or Battenberg or whatever. That would be, uh, what would have been the point, eh? Anyway, I'll wait to run. Uh, Lobsters. Right, good news, guys. Woman charged after $600 worth of dildo and vibrator theft. So they have, this is the story we reported on yesterday of the group of horny housewives that were too horny uh, to get through the day, so they had to go and steal. Um, they had to go and steal dildos from a, from a sex shop, an adult superstore. Anyway, the pictures have been proliferated around the internet. Claire Danes was arrested, but she had an alibi. And uh, but they have found uh, the police have been on the hunt for two women, uh, two women accused of stealing six hundred dollars worth of sex toys, approximately thirty-eight English pounds. Um, but two, the mystery ladies have now been charged by Western Australia Police Force after CCTV footage was shared by the Libido Adult Superstore on their Facebook page. The Libido Adult Superstore they shared the pictures and offered a fifty-dollar voucher. For anyone who can identify the young ladies, that's not much, is it? I think they should have they should have offered have offered more. But I mean, maybe hmm, it's tricky when what you're selling is dildos. M- most people are probably, like, you know, I've got enough. I've got I've got cupboards load cupboard loads of dildos. You know, it's it's a <laughs> I guess it's a sort of buyer's market, really. You know, they're, they're, they're so ubiquitous now. I mean, it's hard to open a drawer in my house without it. Just hundreds of dildos just flying out, hitting me in the face. That's why I've got black eyes all the time. Honestly, I walked into the door. Um, anyway, the founder, I don't know whether or not they've, they've been charged. Man, it's... Uh, this is the sort of um, thing whereby it's, it's not so much the legal ramifications of a situation like this that's the problem it's more the social ramifications of being that person who got caught stealing the dildos 
and uh, you know now they've been sort of uh, shamed on on coffee and mints. I don't know. I think we I celebrate them. I want to. Go, I still want. I want to go to the club with them. I want to take shirt, shirts at the bar in the club, do some Jaeger bombs. I think I think they're good times, girls. This is what happens when, you know, the good times girls push the good times a little bit too far. It can happen. It's the danger. It's the cross the good times girl has to bear. Uh, I hope that they are, I think, a slap on the wrist, uh, a slap on the body, and maybe they give them back unused, or maybe they have to work it off. They have to do a bit of time behind the counter in the sex shop. They obviously know about the stock. They've obviously got knowledge of the industry. Perhaps they could pay it off for some sort of community service. That'd be nice, isn't it? I don't think there's any use in throwing them in the slammer. It's not like they've been putting needles in strawberries or anything. Then the bloody prime minister will throw the book at them, call them grubs. Right. Okay, got some hot bits in here, actually. New D- new DLR, uh, someone called Warhead. Uh, bloody um, Forbidden Society, Catharsis, and Donny, remixed by Audio. That has shoe throw of the week potential. I'm I'm calling it now. Uh, a bit of classic old noisier and a bit of classic old BSE. Not the mad cow disease, but Black Sun Empire. Um, just three young hunky guys from a little little liberal country called Holland, just making bangers. Let's 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 roll it out. Let's go pull the trigger. Mm. Oh, it's Black Sun Empire and State of Mind. Sorry, State of Mind. Jesus Christ! Sorry, guys, I've just realised something absolutely terrible. You're listening to Coffee and Memes. Steady job and a couple extra potatoes. That's all I want. You're getting on, you're pushing 30, Sluggy. You know, it's time to think about getting some ambition. Oh, I always figured I'd live a little bit longer without it. Don't forget, kid. That what you're trying to do here is to be bright and chipper and entertaining and, and intelligent and sort of glitzy and that's funny and it's 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 kind of cool and it's interesting and it's edgy and all of that. It, it puts that facade of momentary charisma on you and if you don't play that out, you actually fail. Hello and welcome to Coffee and Memes. This is Black Sun Empire State of Mind. Yeah, God, sorry about that. I got so uh, excited by the um, <laughs> um, by the uh, the fact that they had caught them red-handed, the dildo thieves. Just you know, it was an oversight. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
It's naughty. That is pokey. Oh, it's like a small yet high-powered sports car. Let's pull the trigger, Black Sun Empire and State of Mind. Woo! I'm feeling like maybe uh, I should get, for when the records are playing, and uh, basically I'm out of a job for sort of three minutes, uh, I might get like a punch bag or something that I could just let out a bit of, you know, when because when it's a particular, you know, serious shoe thrower, you kind of want to hit something. You know, not someone, just something. Like, I don't know, just take a, take a baseball bat to a telly. Or something like that. Or just, uh, I don't know, clear out a china shop. Uh, have a tear up in a boozer. I don't know, something like that. Anyway, that's Black Sun Empire and State of Mind with uh, their riotous neurofunk anthem. Pull the trigger. Right, what other madness have we got today? Boy, given six points on future driving license for speeding on a scooter. <laughs> Lock him up. 25 to life. Throw away the key. Brain back hanging. Uh, a teenager caught speeding on an electric scooter has been given six points on his driving license despite not yet having one. It's a thing. A friend of mine was, <laughs> was had his, uh, uh, got a driving ban when he was 15 uh, for uh, <laughs> taking his dad's uh, classic car out for a bit of a joyride uh, and crashing it. Uh, the 15-year-old the appeared in Teesside Magistrates Court in October, after he was caught travelling at high speeds on his electric scooter, the court gave the teen six points, uh, which will be applied to his licence once he is old enough to have one. That's gutting, because if you get six points when you, uh, within two years of passing your test, you get you have to redo your test, so you're going to have to take it twice. Like, you passed, and then... It's like, right, here's your license. Right, now I'm just going to take that straight back off you. Now get back in the car, do your test again. Ridiculous. Um, uh, he appeared in court in October and has been given six points for between added to his license for when he is able to have one. Uh, you, uh, and you thought your mate who failed his theory three times had a shaky start to life on the road. Okay, Jake Massey and Lab Bible. Uh, in the run-up to Christmas, police in the area have advised people against buying children electric scooters. I'll tell you what I'd advise. Buying fucking adults electric scooters. What do you look like? A fully grown man in a business suit romping around London on a fucking electric micro scooter, probably vaping at the same time. You look like an absolute clown. Grow up. Sorry, just had to get that off my chest. Uh, it's illegal to ride the vehicles on the road. Right, I'm going to dob them in next time I see some absolute bloody... 
tit in a plaid shirt and desert boots on one of those fucking things. It, 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 I mean, that's the sort of business suit of the hipster, isn't it? But like, I mean, real hipsters don't have micro scooters. Real hipsters are just sort of shuffle along looking moody. But they're these sort, it's sort of hipster appropriation in, in a way. Um, you know, it's the it's the because to be a proper hipster, you've either got to be like enormously fat or really super skinny. If you're sort of dad bod in the middle, doesn't really count. You've just got sort of some sort of craft ale bobs. Nah, you've got to go one way or the other. You've either got to be Action Bronson or like sort of Macaulay Culkin. Um, so where am I going with this? Hold on, I just it's just just more of my my hate speech about men in men, men who vape and ride electric micro scooters. They're not in a press class. It's fine. Uh, PC Mike Doherty from uh, Colby Newham Neighborhood Policing Team said, "These scooters are not toys." These scooters are not toys, and not only can they be extremely dangerous, but they are also not legal to ride on pavements or roads or fucking anywhere. Ride them around your living room at your peril. All right. I think many parents aren't aware of this. Under the Road Traffic Act, we can report the individual rider for not having insurance, a license plate, a number plate, helmet, and MOT for the scooter. And if his vape is not fully charged, we'll get him on that as well. Right. This person will then be reported for summons and will be given a minimum of six points on their license or future license and possible fine. Fucking hell! Joe, if you have got a driving license, like, and you're riding an electric micro scooter on the, on the road, on the road, you can get a minimum of six points on your license. Oh, someone sent me a glorious video the other day of some fucking twit in a business suit. Uh, on an electric micro scooter trying to do a grind along like a small like sort of knee height railing and just stacking it hard oh, i watched it about 15 times in a row i cried and made a wish um so parents be careful what you what you gift because nothing quite says christmas like six points on your future license and a possible fine uh, Cleveland police have been working uh, with Middlesbrough to clamp down on nuisance motorbikes in the area, which have been well causing a nuisance. Uh, classic journalism there, uh, Jake Massey of Lab Bible. Jake Massey is a journalist at Lab Bible. He graduated from Newcastle University before going to live in Australia and New Zealand. Okay, he's a liar uh, for a few years. Australia's not real. Uh, where he wrote a travel blog. <laughs> okay. Uh, he's previously written for the Eastern Daily Press, Giggle Beats. Calm Front Magazine. Jake enjoys playing football, listening to music, and writing about himself in the third person. Uh, Jake has 112 followers on Twitter. Cool. All right. Good news. Man spoils fiance with a festive bake after proposing outside Greg's. Who says romance is dead, eh? What is more romantic than a festive bake? I do like a festive bake. I will be honest with you. Uh, there have been some mad proposals made over the years. Some people have scaled mountains, and one Australian uh, guy proposed at the ashes. Great. Uh, but this couple in Newcastle uh, may have trumped all of those. Uh, after Geordie, uh, Tony Brown, proposed to his girlfriend, Rebecca English, uh, then celebrated with a festive bake when she said yes. That is lovely stuff, isn't it? That is heartwarming. I know most of the news is either sort of terrifying uh, or sordid or just just sort of awful but this really is lovely stuff tony is said to have done the most geordie proposal ever uh, sorry the most geordie proposal ever, uh, 
when he popped the question to his girlfriend outside the Fenwick's department store Christmas window display on Northumberland Street in Newcastle. Uh, the pair then swiftly popped over to Alan Shearer's house uh, for, a, for a glass of frothy brown Newcastle brown ale. They then went to Greg's. Uh, the bakery chain is situated opposite the department store, so that's convenient, and is currently using their Christmas display for a cheeky marketing stunt. Uh, Tony told the Newcastle Chronicle the proposal followed by a bake wasn't planned, but he was feeling a bit hungry and got one to calm his nerves. Oh, lovely stuff. He said the proposal has everything. Fenwick's, Greg's, unless Alan Shearer was there, he couldn't have got more Geordie. <laughs> Uh, didn't Alan Shearer and MC Baseman recently squash the beef, or was that just a uh, was that just a meme that I believed? I believe all memes are true. All Australia's not real, but all memes are true. Um, he said I was hyper and I was starving, and when I turned around, there it was, Greg's. <laughs> Maybe the uh, subliminal window advertising really worked. And now they've got a picture of the engagement ring stuck into a festive bake. That's really gross. But, yeah, lovely stuff. Um, you know, if, uh, if there's one thing that warms my cockles more than a festive bake, it's a proposal and then a festive bake. Right, DLR, Docklands Light Railway, a.k.a. Uh, the roller coaster of forgotten dreams, a.k.a. the roller coaster of misspent youth, riding it all the way to Woolwich. Uh, this is called Defunk. watching on YouTube, don't be afraid to smash that like button like it said something awful to your mum. haven't watched it already i implore you all to watch uh the video of my conversation with akira the don two nights ago 
about uh, trying to untangle the mess of mental health in the music industry, uh, particularly dance music. Uh, I'm hopefully going to be curating three live podcasts at the beginning of next year in London on exactly this topic. Uh, So it'll be three different podcasts with three different guests with a live audience, uh, 100 capacity. So I will hopefully have dates for you next week. When we get tickets on, I'm going to try and get some really good people to chat about what is, well, something everyone's saying we should talk about, but they're not talking about anything more than we should talk about. And I'm going to attempt to untangle some of the reasons why it's happening and what what can be done about it and some hopefully some actionable things oh sorry i'm talking out the top of someone truth was not about sparing feelings it's about being blunt honest harshly honest comical you know imaginative it's about all of that you do what you want you know so that's freedom big up to flux radio they're fighting a good fight as well Noting tomorrow, I'll have Justin from Counter-Strike on the show. He's going to be putting forward the argument that South Africa is real. And uh, I don't know what his thoughts on Australia are. I really like that. That's a good bit of fun. That's DLR. It's called Defunk. It's on Chronics. Taking that one all the way to Woolwich. All the way to London City Airport. All right, all right, all right, all right. (laughs) Escape artist has to be rescued after he starts drowning in tank. (sighs) Silly boy, silly boy, silly boy. An escape artist had to be... uh, Pedro Volta was paying tribute to Harry Houdini by trying to escape the tank in front of a crowd while wearing a straitjacket. Unfortunately, he didn't manage and started to drown. Uh, Darwin Awards, anybody? Um, the startling scenes were filmed by onlookers in the Dr. Garada Square as part of the International Festival of Magic near Madrid. In the video, people watching, <laughs> hoping he'll be able to get out uh, until his body stops moving and he's left floating motionless in the water. Oh, God. Uh, then organisers rush to open the tank and lift him out. 
Local media report Volta lost consciousness after spending two minutes in the tank. Um, he wants to get on that whole Wim Hof breathing technique. You can do about six or seven minutes underwater once, once you're good at that. Uh, paramedics were called, but Volta had already regained consciousness when they arrived. He was taken to the hospital for checks. Um, Volta later told reporters he had a problem with a buckle on his belt. Uh, yeah, he was in, tying up in a fucking straitjacket underwater, you idiot. You idiot. He added, I made an effort and managed to release the buckle, but the energy and oxygen used in doing so was too much. My organism fainted due to exhaustion. My organism? Who refers... To, what? My organism fainted due to... What? Is this some sort of separation of body and self? My mind was still going, but my organism, you know, the the physical embodiment of my reality, it failed me as ever. The spiritual realm will remain strong even if I am a complete bellend in a straitjacket in a box full of water, drowning. You idiot. It's hard to have sympathy for this. Like, uh, there are other ways to entertain people. Ah, uh, you know, go on, have a go at it. Why not? Uh, but, yeah. Silly. Silly, isn't it? Uh, the escape artist said the security measures were in place to ensure the tank could easily be opened from the outside. Oh, well done. Well done for going that far. My days. Toilets with artificial intelligence will scan your poop to find out what's wrong with you. I, 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 look, I don't need a toilet to tell me what's wrong with me. That's <laughs> like, I've got a massive list it's already. Like, come on. I, did, I don't need the thing that I literally shit into. To tell me I'm a cunt. I already know. Uh, the toilet is a place of sanctuary. Apparently just for geezers. They spend like most of their lives hiding in the toilets. Just for some peace. Uh, it should be uh, disturbed by nothing. But perhaps a naughty bumper book of jokes. For a bit of light reading. Whilst you attend to business. Uh, when you start adding computers into the mix. Things get a bit weird. But apparently that's where artificial intelligence is heading. Right down the crapper. Good eye. Uh, Sanjay uh, Metora is the chief executive of a company called Micron Technology, which develops memory chips that can, amongst other things, power artificial intelligence. And now we're going to shit on them. Um, medicine is going towards precision medicine and precision health, he told the audience at Technology uh, Technonomy 2018 conference being held on the coast uh, of San Francisco. Imagine smart toilets in the future that will be analysing human tods in real time every day. God, I don't need Bezos in my home listening to me through Alexa, let alone do I need him in my toilet looking into, looking directly into my anus. Like, come on. Uh, you don't need to be going to visit a physician every six months. If any sign of disease starts showing up, you'll be able to catch it much faster because of urine analysis and stool analysis. Right, okay. I mean, yeah, don't know. It's just, there's a lot of sin contained within my tods. A lot of, you know, a lot of bottled up sin. And I'm not sure I want the Internet of Things knowing it. Now, we can potentially see the benefit of a toilet that automatically heats the seat or disinfects itself uh, every so often to keep things clean. But when it starts actively scanning your pup and transmitting that data... Uh, elsewhere to be analysed and uh, and stored before telling you that maybe you should eat less red meat. Well, it doesn't know what it's fucking talking about if it says that. Uh, we're not too sure. Maybe it could tell you to stop eating so much processed crap. Um, of course, uh, if you want to... He says with a can of Coke down next to him. Uh, of course, if you want to get into stool scanning, 
Hey, Lobster Crew, let's all get our Todd's scanned. That would be a laugh. That would be a fun day out, wouldn't it? A fun little collective group bonding experience. I'm about building communities. And I think what better way to build a community than we all go out, all of us, you know, and uh, we will just Todd into some little little pots and then we'll take him to, I don't know, Gillian McKeith or something. She went, oh, you need some vitamin pills or something like that. Uh... Of course, if you want to get into school scanning, there are already companies out there that will do it for you. Atlas Biomed, I've heard of them, is a DNA analysis company uh, that will look at your pops and tell you how your microbes, uh, how the microbes in your gut are configured. Oh, the microbiome, what does it all mean? Nobody knows. Uh, but you're still the, uh, the one that has to collect and send off the sample. Come on, look, it's already inside your body. How, why is it so terrifying as soon as it comes out? It's weird, isn't it? Like, we've all got it in us at the moment. It's just on the other side of the skin. Why, why when it comes out, is it suddenly, ah, ah, it's terrifying. Like, we got such intense efforts to, like, hide the fact that we go to the toilet, particularly that we Todd. Like, we try and get make sure that there's no smells. You know, we're lighting matches, opening windows, getting rid, to try and get rid of the smell of the most natural thing in the entire world, the passing of food. Right, and it's just, it's all so appalling. Bizarre. Bizarre. Uh, would you like a clever toilet to analyse your poo? Uh, 79% said yes, scan my shite. Uh, 21 said no, leave that stuff alone. Ah, oh, lovely stuff. Thanks, Metro. This is Thinking About You by Warhead on Subliminal. This is nice. Bit lace loosening. Looks like Squidgy Beats Parsons has got some fans in the chat.
That's Warhead, it's called Thinking About You. It's on subliminal recordings. See what they did there? Uh, it's out now, it's good. Tearing up the Beatport charts. Oof! Kinnell. Animal rights activist wants to abolish guide dogs because they don't consent to work. Okie dokie. Uh, the animal rights activist wants to replace guide dogs with technology. You're putting dogs out of a job uh, because the animals don't give their consent to work. Um, campaigner Wendy Turner Webster, Wendy Turner Webster, she wants to get rid of guide dogs, replace them all with sex robots, she's absolutely out of her mind. Uh, she appeared on ITV's Good Morning Britain, she's on Good Morning Britain, talking to Piers Morgan, he's an insufferable prick, but what are you gonna do? Lobsters. Um, she went on Good Morning Britain to express her controversial opinion. Uh, where she argued working dogs, including guide dogs, sniffer dogs, well, they're narcs, police dogs, narcs, working sheep dogs, they're fine, they get a pass, so do guide dogs. They're used for the benefit of humans without consent. Uh, Webster admitted she doesn't think the dogs are unhappy or that putting them to work is cruel, but the many working animals are just put in dangerous situations in the job. Um, so effectively here, she's sort of hinting at the that blind people are the oppressive bourgeoisie trampling the proletariat workers of the guide dogs um yeah i'm i don't know man <laughs> i'm not buying it i mean I, I can understand the uh the point the you know police dogs sniffer dogs being narcs and that that's not good is it um because this dogs are supposed to be man's best friend and your best friend's not supposed to do- dob you in for having pingers in your pocket when you're trying to get into a festival that is not what best friends do if they do do that they are not your best friends so i don't know if anyone out there has ever had a human come up to them like one of their supposed mates uh, at a queue to get into a festival and go, all right mate how you doing and you're like oh yeah man i'm buzzing i can't wait to get into boomtown this is gonna be really great they're like yeah man it's wicked and then they just sit on the floor next to you you're like what are you sitting on the floor for you work and they're like oh no don't worry about me i'm just sitting here and then before you know it, you've been bundled into the back of a van 
and uh, you've got some big hairy-handed uh, policeman with his fingers up your butty, fingers up your batty, pulling out your uh, best pingers. Russian model claims to have world's most beautiful bottom. I'll look, look at that later after the show. Um, anyway, back to the d- dogs on dogs on drugs. No, not dogs on drugs. Working dogs. The proletariat guide dogs being oppressed by bourgeoisie blind people. No, I don't buy it. I think that it's, it's fine, isn't it? And also, we don't have the technology yet to replace them. Like, it, uh, yeah, maybe in our you know future turbo hyper hyper realistic multiverse luxury communism that we're all working towards, where no one has to do anything. We just lounge around like. Um, is it hedonist bot or something in Futurama, and uh, th- and then we can just we can just be stroking the dogs all day. Maybe that's what futuristic luxury communism will be. It's just us throwing balls for dogs all day. Um, someone will probably say that that's oppressive. The dog that it's traumatic for the dog to bring the ball back. Lord of mercy. Uh, there's a shark nursery near the UK where vast numbers of underwater predators are born. Oh, a way to harsh out the sharks. <laughs> like, it's not like, it's not, it's not like they're sexual predators, is it? Like, they're just eating food to stay alive. With their huge teeth and love of eating flesh, sharks are pretty much the worst neighbours you can imagine. I don't know, have you ever lived next to students? They're pretty bad. Pretty fucking bad. Uh, you might be a little nervous to hear that a gigantic nursery where sharks are born and raised, has been discovered. This is like the way that the Daily Mail, like, write about immigrants or something. Like, they're sharks. They are the natural, they're a natural, like, they live in the ocean. That's their thing. They breed, they eat. Like, anything they eat is really ridiculous. Like, right, we need to somehow sensationalise this news story where we found that there's more sharks somewhere than we initially thought there were. All right, well, they're they're predators, aren't they? They're underwater predators. Uh, They they kill, kill kids. Uh, they steal jobs. What? Are you, are you okay? Uh, they um, uh, they eat flesh. They're the, the worst neighbours. They play loud music in the middle of the night. Loud dub reggae music. Um, they can't cook. Uh, they're always setting off the fire alarm. Uh, they're nightmarish. They argue uh, and shout at their children. Um, <laughs> scientists have investigated a site 200 miles off the coast of Ireland. It's like they're not even... Like they're fucking miles away. Uh, when they came across a truly horrifying sight. A large number of egg cases, which are commonly referred to as mermaids' purses. A gigantic shoal of black-mouthed cat shark was also spotted swimming nearby, suggesting the eggs belong to this species. <sighs> this is a really, really bizarrely written article. Like Jasper Hamill of the Metro... Uh, he clearly hates sharks. Um, this is sort of a shark hit piece in, in many ways. Uh, what else has he written? Facebook Messenger rolls out unsend feature, which will save you from yourself. WhatsApp working on update, which could change the way you ask people out for dates. Uh, he does a lot of tech stuff. He wrote the info wars being hacked uh, thing. Uh, mysterious aircraft are flying unexplained missions over Area 51. Less sensationalist about that. He was less sensationalist about Alex Jones than he is about these sharks. He fucking hates sharks. Dude, why are you ragging on sharks? Why are you flexing on sharks so hard? What's wrong with you? Have you had a bad experience? Oh, right. Dude gets his arm bitten off by one shark and now he hates them all. Ridiculous. It's pathetic. <laughs> Jasper Hamill of the Metro. 
Lobsters. Uh, yeah, what about the lobsters? All right, mate, look, if the sharks are interfering with the local lobster community, then I might start having a problem. But they look like they're going about their sharky business. They've got eyes on the sides of their head. They can't stop swimming or they'll die. And they're just going about their business. Just leave them alone, you know? Just stop judging them. Stop judging them. Uh, okay, look, right, this is a, this is naughty. It's rowdy. It's rascal. It's a narky bit of gear. This is Forbidden Society, Catharsis, and Donny, remixed by audio. Imagine being the jam in that donut. Whew! All I'm saying. (laughs) Profits not profits in the chat. They get up late. They attract an enemy radar. They mess around. Tweeting Jasper Hamill from the Metro to ask him why he's flexing on sharks so hard. It also led us to you.
Right, well that is, uh, yeah, that's naughty. It's called The Artifact. Audio remix is Forbidden Society, Catharsis, Donnie, uh, Barack Obama, Piers Morgan and Jeremy Corbyn, all on that one. Whew! Yeah, that is a, uh, that's a real romper stomper. That's a real uh, post-match group bath of a record. Right, tweeting Jasper Hamill of the Metro, saying, Why are you flexing on sharks so hard in your last article? They're just innocently going about their sharky business. And I don't know if you've ever lived next door to students, but they are much worse neighbours than sharks. Sharks uh, don't uh, play crap. How? Oh, no, it's not, I'm running out of let- letters. All right, I need Twitter to double the letter content, the character content of tweets, so I can rag on Jasper, <laughs> Jasper Hamill of the Metro. Um, much worse than sharks. Okay, I'll just do, I'll, I'll double up the tweets. Um, how do I do that? Uh, profile. Come on, where are my tweets? Show me my tweets, Twitter, you sod. You damned sod. Because uh, you, you can you can sort of put stuff after it. Okay, yeah. Uh, sharks don't play bloody uh, jump up at 3 a.m. off the mash on cat on a Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, probably one exclamation mark after that. There we go. Done. Okay, Jasper Hamill, you've been told. Lobsters. Um, that's my social justice for the day, done. Sticking up for sharks. They get a bad rap. They're just out there doing their sharky business, getting it done. And uh, bloody, they don't need journalists on there. These damn two-bit hacks. Get your act together. Uh, just winding them up. Anyway, Issa Laurent launches penis jewellery, including 215 quid earrings and a 520 uh, pound necklace. The world-class designer has launched a controversial new jewellery range. Uh, would you wear a matching set? Come on, let's get these up on the uh, up on the video. Uh, where are you? Issa Laurent. Yeah, that's um, a lot bigger than I want it to be. Go on, down you go. Wow, they're quite fetching, aren't they? Imagine, uh, imagine going on a Tinder date with someone wearing wearing a set of those. That would send out some confusing signals. Um, maybe they're mocking you. Maybe they're insinuating that your phallus is only that big. Maybe it is only that big. Remember, it's what you do that counts. Uh, so so you need deep pockets to be able to buy them, but you might not want to wear them around your nans for Sunday lunch. Uh, but penis earrings are here. East Saint Laurent have launched a controversial line of jewellery with genitals dangling off earrings and necklaces. Uh, <laughs> I mean, like, imagine if I wore a one earring or two earrings with dangling vaginas. That would be really. I mean. <sighs> Like you'd look a bit Jeffrey Dahmer, wouldn't you? You would. Uh, it's, that wouldn't be a strong look on on a geyser. Uh, the dangle earrings made in Italy feature somewhat detailed penises made from painted gold brass and have uh, Saint Laurent Paris engraved on the back. If you fancy popping on a pair, they'll set you back two hundred and fifteen pounds or thirty eight thousand Australian dollars. Uh, if money is no object and you'd like a matching set, you can also get a rather large penis pendant necklace uh, for a snip. At five hundred and twenty pounds or fifty-eight thousand Australian dollars, uh, the necklace is one hundred percent brass, 
Wow, that's high quality gums. And a YSL charm on the clasp, which is probably the prettiest thing about it. Um, they went down a storm on social media. They're all sold out. That's the end of that story. Bored of it. A teenager caught driving fake ambulance around while banned from the road. He probably got banned for riding a fucking micro-scooter. Welsh Ambulance Service in South Wales Police confirmed the car seized in somewhere in Welsh. Uh, west of Swansea is not a genuine rapid response vehicle. It bloody well looks like one. This is impressive. I should get them cocks off the screen as well, actually, while we're at it. Buy peens and uh, look out ambulance. Yeah, so this is not real. This is this is even less real than Australia. Uh, it is a yellow car with ambulance stickers on. That's quite an impressive... Um, what are they just using that just to get to work quicker, to be able to put the old uh, blues and twos on? It's got... Uh, there's a full uh, shot of it. It has the lights on the top. People have gone to some amazing lengths there. Uh, I'm, I'm impressed. A teenager has been arrested on suspicion of driving a fake ambulance while banned from the road. Uh, the 19-year-old was stopped in the vehicle on Monday around uh, 9am. South Wales Police confirmed to Wales Online the car is not a genuine rapid response vehicle and the suspect is not a Welsh ambulance service employee, but he is a very naughty boy. It could well be little Jimmy Cartwright off the estate. You know, a little freckle-faced boy with a gimpy leg? The one who set uh, DJ Arwan on fire? And uh, Oh no, he ran over DJ Arwan. He set David Guetta on fire. Set his hair on fire. You can't go around burning massive DJs. It's ridiculous. The teenage motorist is uh, said to have not had insurance. Oh, dear me. Uh, one resident uh, said, um, in his defence, if someone actually needed an ambulance, it would have been a quicker response. The service is crap. <laughs> wow, what a rag on the emergency services. What a flex on the emergency services. A spokesman for the police force said, shut up, mate. Wow, okay. Officers stopped this vehicle at around 9am in the morning, uh, somewhere or other in Wales. A 19-year-old man has been arrested on suspicion of a number of driving offences and being a very naughty boy. A uh, vehicle has been seized and inquiries into the matter continuing. Blah, 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 blah. That, I mean, yeah, that's that's quite special. I mean, what, why? Uh, why? Just for what? <sighs> Having people get out of your way? Um, KFC customer unhappy about 20-minute chicken wait has called the police. Um, oh, no. he The police were called on him. I mean, that, that would be... I mean, I could see that making the news. Like, my chick, like, hello, what's your emergency? I ordered KFC 20 minutes ago. It's not here. Okay, we'll have someone set over immediately. Um, yeah. The, uh, yeah, what would be the point in the fake ambulance? I don't know. Maybe it's part of some sort of elaborate crime that I'm just too... I, I, I'm too honest. I've since I've you know I'm I'm going straight now these days. You know I'm not not doing not living a life of crime anymore. Even though I'm technically I still what I still say is that I am still addicted to the game, but I'm going straight. You know you're always addicted to the game, but so far you know I've I've managed two weeks now without any crimes. So that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, maybe it's part of some sort of elaborate crime ruse, or it could be part of an elaborate practical joke. I don't know. Right, look to play us out. A classic, uh, classic bit of blackout. Uh, this is Mr. Frankie, uh, bass symptom. From 2017. Get through the bass, get through, get through. 
Someone making a good point in the chat. Sharks, they're the crime busters of the sea. We need sharks. You know, they, they solve, solve mysteries and solve crimes. They just they keep the whole ecosystem going. Stop ragging on sharks. Oh! <laughs> Everyone's retweeting my tweets to that journalist. It's really funny. I've forgotten how fucking good this is. No! Oh. No! It just leads us time to shout out the VIP list. This is a list of bad motherfuckers that are supporting the show and the station as a whole on Patreon. If you want your name on your, uh, if you want your name on this list, just go to the link below or go to support the station on Threshold.fm and sign up. 
It's Nicholas Gonclaus, Tom Ryan, Reese Moss, and Squidgy Beats Parsons, Paulie Hutton, Sierra and R, Michael Kaczynski, Matthew Tompkins, Dave Long, Joel Potter, Cole Murphy, Sam Howard, Tony J, Richard Patterson, Jack Murphy, Tom Cam, Stephen Harris, Matthew Bullard, Zara Pickle, Jerome Van Thunderbutt, Mike Pye, Anthony Walker, and Lily Unsub. What a bunch of bad motherfuckers. You can also support by, uh, if you listened on the podcast, give us a five-star review on whatever podcast app you are using. Or you can buy a Threshold.fm Lobster Crew t-shirt for 20 notes. Free UK shipping. Can't argue with that. Just go to Threshold.fm slash store. And uh, there, yeah, fine-looking t-shirts. Yeah, money-back guarantee. If you get it and think it's shit, we'll give you fucking money back. You know, can't, can't, can't argue with that, can you? You can keep it. Give, give, you know. That's the beauty of capitalism, mate. It's all right. It's all right by me. Um, right, uh, don't be mean to that guy on uh, uh, <laughs> on Twitter. Only, only banter. Only banter, guys, before people like steaming, calling him a shark Nazi or something. Uh, I will be back later this afternoon. At 3pm with Rankins Records, playing the finest drum and bass vinyl Flat Earth has to offer and talking the toot. And uh, otherwise, I'll be back with Justin from Counter-Strike tomorrow at 10am for more talks of toot. And be be a good lobster. Do right by yourself and right by others. Go out and put good into the world. You know, do something creative, start a community, help someone, help someone out. And, you know, self-care, but, uh, you know, create a better version of yourself to better serve your friends, your family, society as a whole. Right. Don't let your memes be dreams. I will see you later on. Much love.